Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. Welcome to the show. I'm Jeff C. And I'm Grace Duffy. And I want to let you know today's show is sponsored by the YouTube Marketing Summit from Social Media Examiner. You can find out more at socialmediaexaminer.com forward slash summit. So we're excited today to be joined by Fallon Zoe, and we're going to be talking about how to explore how marketers should change their tactics to work with Facebook's new desktop layout and shop tab on mobile. So this is going to be an exciting show. And if you don't know who Fallon Zoe is, she is an organic reach specialist who specializes in Facebook. She teaches 100% organic growth principles for female entrepreneurs. She is also the head of Lady Tribe, a community of strong females on Facebook. Her Facebook-focused membership community for female businesses owners is called The Secret Mermaid Cove, very cool name. And she was most recently a speaker at the Facebook Marketing Summit from Social Media Examiner. Her session, How to Organically Create Loyal Fans Will Tell Their Friends About You, did really well. A lot of people were excited about that uh, session. So we asked her to the show today because of her extensive knowledge on how to leverage Facebook features to achieve organic growth for your business. Fallon, welcome to the show. So glad you joined us today. Hey, thank you for having me on and I appreciate it. I'm excited to chat with you guys and you guys are full of knowledge. So I can't wait to hear what your guys' thoughts are on this topic as well. So I'm also excited about that. But yes, thank you for having me on Grace and Jeff and can't wait to dive into it today. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So Grace, let's just go right out of the gate. I'll be monitoring the questions. So as we're going today, make sure you, uh, if you have any questions or comments, put them down below and we'll try to bring them up on the screen as we can. So Facebook rolls out this new design. What say you, Grace? What about this? Well, over a year ago, Mark Zuckerberg unveiled a significantly different redesign to Facebook.com and began rolling it out to desktop users this past May. As you might recall, it rolled out to mobile app users immediately. Uh, But I don't think the shift was as dramatic as it is on a big, giant I don't know where if you guys are on like a desktop desktop or laptop, but on my giant screen on my desktop, (laughs) it is dramatic. Right. Right. So last week, Engadget report reported that Facebook's classic desktop experience, the interface with the iconic loop background navigation bar is disappearing for good. And although users can temporarily switch back to the classic mode, the new version will be permanent come September. Mm. But uh, first of all, before we decide what we think about it, let's talk about what this new design entails. So it's a lot cleaner, includes a lot more white space or dark space. If you're like me, it <laughs> yeah. has a dark mode, yep. right? So which really makes your images and your videos pop people, by the way. So so when they're like, oh, it's a lot of white space, I'm like, well, mine's really dark. <laughs> right. yeah. But uh, it focuses on rooms, groups, stories are quite prominent, the same way that they're prominent on the mobile app. Facebook Watch, Marketplace Gaming sections are also in the top nav. And um, some have reported 
that the at mention feature and posts are a little wonky still. I was very smug about it and said, mine works fine. And then I tried tagging Fallon today on our post and yeah. couldn't. So right. I was like, well, that's what I get for being so smug. Mm. So Fallon, what, tell us what your impressions of the new look have been. How do you feel about it? How, what do you think about it? Well, I think with any new features and new design, there's always opportunity in new stuff. So I'm always excited when new stuff rolls out because that just spells more opportunity for all of us and the ones who are willing to navigate it and explore it and take the time to, you know, push all the buttons. <laughs> I always like to say, you find the best things when you just have a little patience and you push all the buttons. Mm -hmm. And it's funny that Facebook, it's not funny. I, we could anticipate this happening for a long time, but probably about two years ago, year and a half ago, I, I do all my designing on my website, which is all just, you know, try to figure it out as I go. But I was... And I have been designing my website for mobile first kind of focus. And then Facebook also announced that they were doing mobile first focus on their desktop site also. So I was like, ha, right in line <laughs> with all this because I work with all women and, with, and I help them with marketing. And I would say 99% of them are all mobile users. And when I do polls on our page and stuff like that, most people are on mobile. And so you have to just you know, you follow the consumer and how they're using the product and then you have to adapt to that. So it's not really smart. Like, well, we want to do it this way. Right. Well, how is the user actually consuming this? And then you stay focused on that because they decide the direction, not necessarily us. <laughs> gotcha. So uh, there's a comment and I don't use this feature, but uh, Karen says, it looks like we can't add new notes. Old notes are still there. Have you guys experienced that? I didn't use the notes feature a lot on Facebook, but uh, I'm not sure about that. So Fallon, do you know anything about the notes feature? I have not tried creating a note in a while. Mm -hmm. um, I know that in the what is it on a business page, it has an official name, like the about you section on your page where it was a note. It was kind of like a featured note on your business page. I've noticed that the new layout does not have that anymore. So gotcha. it almost makes me think that they're maybe fading out notes altogether because the featured note is now gone on the new desktop layout. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, so that's what I'm seeing. the question I have is you mentioned, you know, kind of going with Facebook, not fighting against them because there's no reason to anyway. Because, But how could marketers, you know, how will this, this update affect marketers? You know, how should marketers, you know, adapt or change their social media strategy and tactics around like this update? Is there anything that you would recommend like right out of the gate? So I think uploading all of your photos in more of a, a vertical type format mm -hmm. is definitely a focus. Mm -hmm. And I've been doing that on my website also. So instead of doing nine by 16 in horizontal, I've been doing the nine by 16 vertical on all my website photos. So that way, as people go to, as they're on their mobile device, because pretty much hundred percent of my traffic comes from Facebook mm -hmm. that goes to my website. And so I really wanted it to look like an extension of a social media platform when they went to my website, not like a website. And so I upload all my photos in vertical, nine by, nine by 16. And I almost created a photo chat, like photos of chats bubbled back and forth mm. between the people on my website that were just very generic to look like it's more of a conversation and like Facebook comments. When I, on my website, I also did screen actual screenshots of the Facebook recommendations that people left me on my page. And I posted those photos versus copying and pasting the text. So it looked like, again, an extension of Facebook. 
So I think as far as marketers go and how to adapt to this, we have to just kind of think and stop for a second of like, okay, when I'm on my phone, how do I scroll Facebook? Mm -hmm. How do I consume content on Facebook? Do I do this button or do I do that button? And start just paying attention how you consume it and then adapt to that and make that kind of your strategy on, on Facebook is my opinion. That's great. Those are great tips. And I can't wait to go check out your website because of that. I want to see how you do that because that sounds really, really cool. But it's very, very smart that you're, you know, you don't want to break what their their look and feel when they go over there. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of wisdom in that. So very, very cool. I was digging into the research prepping for this, this segment. I saw a note or a mention in, in, in Gadget that when they initially, when Facebook initially rolled out this design to mobile, they you know, it was very mobile first, very, very much designed for the strategy that you exactly are talking about. But there's also part of it where they said that for certain features and certain parts of Facebook, there is a heavy mobile first culture. So for instance, scrolling posts and comments and that kind of stuff, people tend to do that more on their phones. But then when it comes to managing their groups or responding to things like on Marketplace people tend to go to their desktops for that. And so could you talk us through, like, depending on what the focus of your business is, how to adapt a mobile strategy for each of those different functions? So for Marketplace, it's interesting you mentioned Marketplace. Um, I use Marketplace all from my phone. I list a lot of stuff on Marketplace because I'm all about making the extra buck whenever I can. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I'm all about it. And I'll sell just about everything that I can. But when I take photos, I take them on my phone. And then I upload them from my phone. And then when I'm scrolling stuff, I am on my phone. When I'm messaging, I'm on my phone. And then also the other thing that I've just kind of like a little hack that I've done to make my Facebook marketplace listing stand out is I use emojis in the titles because that's what people are visually used to seeing on. If we think about how we consume Facebook, we're used to seeing emojis on Facebook. So why not use them within your listing and stuff like that? So I would try to really focus on, okay, how are consumers using Facebook? How are they, you know, talking back and forth and tagging each other's names? And what is the focus there? And how do we keep cloning that? And people love that conversation back and forth. You know, I was just talking to somebody today about what is the difference between, you know, Facebook and Instagram, and then also YouTube. I was like, well, Facebook, personally, I believe is really heavily based around conversation. And anytime that we can put a conversation first when we're marketing is always really important. And how paying attention to, you know, like even if you're on a hot, like a, a viral video and right. I look at the comments and I see how are people talking back and forth in the comments? Are they tagging? Are they using emojis? Do they say something when they tag somebody? What's the language that they're using? And then I try to also adapt that into my own content because that's what they're using and that's what they're consuming. So duplicating that as much as possible. Very cool. And I do want to bring up a comment because we've got a lot of questions, people going in the comments like, well, where is her website? So Mike over on YouTube, Mike Stelzner, uh, CEO of Social Media Examiner says, uh, Fallon Zoe's site is ladytribe.com. So if you're listening on the podcast, that is ladytribe.com. So go sure, go uh, make sure to check that now out. Now I'm all nervous. I'm like, oh, darn. That's right. Uh, Actually, you did. You did because I, I had to like pull it up this morning for your bio and it is all updated. So it's very good. Cool. And Karen says, one plus about this new design is the new Facebook at least is loading faster than classic, which goes back to the mobile first 
thing that we've been talking about. So very good. Thanks, Karen, for that comment. So um, there's also more Facebook news because Facebook now is rolling out the shops tab on mobile that features, you know, this uh, Facebook shops content, which is very, very cool because everybody, you know, is kind of still doing lockdown stuff and small businesses are struggling. And I know Facebook has really been pushing that hard. So Grace, uh, kind of give us a summary on this new news that came out of Facebook. Yeah. So as we all know, Facebook announced Facebook shops and Instagram shopping back in May. They rolled out this tab in July. And basically what it is is when you go on mobile, on Facebook's mobile site, and you go down the hamburger menu, it, you go down, 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 and then there's a section called shops. And it features all the content from businesses and all their products that they are selling in their Facebook shop. So this is a new dedicated shopping tab that is available in, again, in the options menu and will showcase a range of products from a range of businesses. And a lot of it is just very highly targeted to the things when I looked at it, there's highly targeted to the things that I'm interested in and the things I like. So I was really, really impressed with it. I did discover a lot of new shops. So I had my credit card. Um, <laughs> It is, but this is a significant step in Facebook's e-commerce push, which we've been seeing a lot more of, especially through lockdown and everything. And it provides a virtual catalog of sorts to help browsers, uh, users browse and purchase from these shop-enabled pages. So we have a question here from Eliana Holman from Facebook. She says, I don't know if this is relevant. She wants to know how can she as an admin on a business page make the best use of things like Marketplace and the Shop tab? So Great question. Alan, what do you think? That is a really good question and timely. Yeah. So how do you best use that, the shop tab? Well, I think first of all is, I think number one, the photos that you use for when you upload your products on your shop are very important, that they are attractive and clear and very easy to read and not read, but visually understand what they are. And um, because that's what's going to get people to actually click on that product. I have products listed on my shop currently. Now there's, I've noticed that there's kind of like an old version of a shop as far as how you can upload a product. And then there's the new version of the shop. And it seems like if you've just set up your shop within the last year, roughly, you have the new version, which is you have to actually set up your shop completely through Facebook and you're not allowed to have external links attached to your product. Have you guys noticed that? Have you set up any shops or have you guys noticed that down in the comments also? So I have, I set up my shop a couple of years ago. And so I can still have affiliate links. I can have whatever links that I want attached to my products. And I was really nervous about the new <laughs> shop when it updated, like all this news. I'm like, okay, new fancy stuff, but am I going to lose the ability to attach my external links? Right. And it grandfathered in. So I was so really excited about that. So those of you that have had your shop set up for a little while, Good news, set up your new shop. You do get those um, links where you could previously attach to products. Those get grandfathered in. So that's very good. And But the new shop, you have to set everything up through Facebook. And what they're doing now is they're collecting tax for you. And I work with a lot of ladies that do like live sales. Mm -hmm. And they have already been charged tax on their end. And so they don't charge their customer tax again. Right. And so it's kind of a little hit or miss to whether it's a good fit for your business to list products there or just to sell directly on your page, like on your timeline. So it just mm -hmm. kind of depends on what type of business and products that you're offering. 
I think. So we've had some questions like Angie goes, where do I find this? And, you know, why do you think Facebook's like buried it so deep on the mobile app? You would, I mean, it, you kind of have to go searching for it. It's not really prominent. So do you think it's, that's just something that's going to be there for a while and they're going to move it after a while? Or what, how do you, I guess the, as a marketer, how do you train your audience to, to go find it and use it? Yeah, hopefully they make it a little bit more prominent within the app itself. But I think really updating and listing your products heavily, I say heavily, but often on your actual Facebook timeline, uh, your pages timeline and posting about your products. Um, There's a lot of really cool features where you can tag products. This is on Facebook Mm -hmm. and also on Instagram, but you can tag your products in your photos. And it could just be, I've done this plenty of times where it's just a photo of, you know, my husband and I out on date night right. and I'll tag the product in that photo, even though the photo isn't related to the product. So leveraging attractive photos that are just for fun that you're posting on your page, you can still attach those products. And then when you're doing live video, you can attach products right. um, as well to that after your live video is complete, you can attach products afterwards. So as far as yeah, the the shop tab maybe within the app is a little buried and maybe you're not just going to be discovered by everybody. You're not going to blow up overnight. Like right, right. Have, have right. <laughs> so my opinion on that is don't rely on Facebook to get your stuff out there is take a proactive approach and share it with your community often and get creative of how you tag your products to your videos and photos on your actual timeline. Very cool. We do have a question from my pal Nazim, and this is a, we're going to talk about this because right now they're integrating, but he goes, Nazim says, I wonder how competitive Facebook wants to get uh, versus Shopify. And I know they're tying in with the Shopify store, but do you think that's like, hey, we'll get people interested and then finally we're going to launch our own thing? Or what are your thoughts on that, pal? I don't know. You know, it, it is interesting because they are working with Shopify. I think Facebook is kind of like right now while they're launching it, like they don't want to reinvent the wheel. Like mm-hmm. let's use something that's already working very well. And similar to how I think you can send money through Messenger, through PayPal right now, like they're using a third-party tool. Eventually, like they're working on their own Facebook money, right? They've announced that several times. And so I think it's just a matter of time before they have their own unique product just for Facebook. But for now, to kind of test it and see how it works. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. We'll probably stick with that tried and true. Right. They'll, um, they never yeah. take anything or steal stuff from other ideas. They no. never, never do that. So <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I know Grace has, you, you found a good question. So go ahead and read that yeah. while I find it. So yeah. So David over on Facebook says, I have a client that's selling online dance lessons. Facebook rejects them in the catalog saying they violated terms and must be listed as a service. I do not see a service tab available. Is there a workaround? Now, when we've been reporting this and we've been reporting this since this rolled out in May, correct me if I'm wrong, but the emphasis has always been on physical, shippable, stockable merchandise, right? Like, so we're talking about like actual, like, here's a candle, here's a hat, you know? And from what we've been telling people is that it's not really great for digital services, digital classes. Has that changed or what, what is the, um, is there a possibility to list a service now? Yes. So kind of, (laughs) sort (laughs) of, it goes back to what I was saying about if you have had a shop set up for more than a year, you get those external links of you can attach those to your products. So my shop is older and I have my services listed as products. Oops. I listed as products on my shop. 
Okay, even though it's a service because I can just attach the link and it goes directly to my website. But the new version, if you are just setting up your shop within you know this year, you get the newer version where you have to, everything has to be run through Facebook. And so you can't attach those external links to your shop. So that is a workaround, first of all, is if you have an older shop, you can still attach the old links. Another workaround is if you have an older page that is maybe four years old, three years old, somewhere around that range or older, is when you go to set up your shop, it might be, try it out, it might be that your shop is grandfathered in because it's an older page. Mm. Instead of like a brand new page, then you get all the new bells and whistles of the new stuff. So that might be a workaround um, that you might be able to have that grandfathered in just because your page is older. But so there is a workaround if you're kind of already had a shop set up. Gotcha. Yeah. And that was kind of the backdoor in because I remember reading that too, that if you already had one established, then you automatically would, like you say, grandfathered back into this. But if you're starting new, you have all these new terms and service. So that is a good, good point. So, um, so in addition to the rollout of the shops tab on Facebook, they also, Facebook also rolled out checkout on Instagram to all U.S. businesses and creators. Now, again, as a reminder, that's the ability to find a product, purchase it and pay for it all within the Instagram app. Right. And so I know you have a tremendous Instagram presence. I love your Instagram page. It's it's very much just like your Facebook page and your website. So how do you recommend or how do you suggest integrating a strong Instagram presence with an organic Facebook presence and using these same shopping tools that we're talking about? Yeah, so that, that's like a whole bunch all in one. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Please, how much time do we yeah, have? Go, yeah. <laughs> go. <laughs> but um, I would say as far as like, okay, so the new shop on Instagram is a lot easier to navigate, but it sounds really cool where you can just purchase everything within the Instagram app. But is it a benefit for the actual business or is it more focused on the user? It's more focused on the user. So let me start there. And so that way they don't have to leave the app and go to your website to check out. But it also makes it where Facebook is collecting all the tax once again Mm -hmm. for your product for you. And they're basically running the transaction for you. Also, I read in the terms when they released the new shop, I read the terms and agreements and it it can take them up to 10 days to pay you for that purchase, like to Facebook Facebook to reimburse you. It's I'm like, that's not (laughs) money now. Right. Right. (laughs) I want the money now. And so that means you would have to ship the product before you've actually received the funds from Facebook. So that makes me a little bit nervous about it. So that's why I'm not super hot and heavy on integrating all through Facebook or Instagram for your purchases. It sounds really good, but there, I think there's still some things that need to be ironed out before I go all in on it. So I'm still directing people to my website. I am just putting more emphasis on my website and making it feel more like a social media platform when they do get there. So it's very easy to navigate and it looks very familiar to them. So that's more of my strategy right now. That's super smart. I think, uh, and the the key thing was, is read the small print. Cause I think that's what, you know, cause we, we are just kind of conditioned to to click on, okay, this is a new feature, but that is huge. Not being able to, you know, you have to ship stuff before you get money. That's, that's, uh, that's no good for me. So uh, yeah, exactly. So, um, we've got even more 
That's right, even more Facebook news. So Facebook adds new page following settings, uh, develops this new business page design. So uh, according to screenshots shared by Matt Navarro and Aldonai, uh, Facebook users can now follow either all updates from the page or a selection of the following updates, which are posts. You can have highlights, all updates or none. Videos, highlights, all or none. Uh, live videos, which is very cool, all or none, or offers. And you can have this option to switch posts, offers on or off. And so technically this means uh, a somebody could follow a page but only get alerts about new offers or their live videos. And so this, there's no word on whether these options are available to all of us yet, but you know, these articles have said they've been asking for these, you know, from Facebook, give us some some more information and we haven't heard anything back yet. So it's very interesting because we talked about this a little while back where Facebook is working on this new business page design, which kind of mm -hmm. de-emphasizes like counts and replaces them with uh, total follower counts instead. So um, in preparation for this official rollout that may or may not come, but I have a feeling will, how will you train your followers to check out your live videos or posts and not just their offers? Because I remember back in the day, we'd go, hey, click on the C first and we, you know, come <laughs> see our stuff. You know, what are we going to do with when they can kind of piecemeal the content they want to get from us? Yeah. Okay. So I've been implementing this for a while and I'm actually a part of a beta program in Facebook right now, uh, uh, focused for creators mm. and me and all the other creators have been asking Facebook to update, Hey, make it easier for people to follow our content on our right. pages. Because right now it's kind of like a maze or the old <laughs> version of maze. They had to click this button and then click that and then click it again and then click this over here. And it was like, can you just have a bell like YouTube right, does? Right. And then like just one thing and it just does all the, all the things. So they are making updates, which I'm really excited about. But so what I do is when I'm live and we're live right now here on Facebook, also on other platforms. But if you're watching us on Facebook is... Tap on your screen, and then in the top right-hand corner, which I believe is that way, uh, you'll see three dots that pop up in the top right corner of your screen. Tip, tap those three dots, and then it'll prompt you to turn on live notifications for Social Media Examiner page. Okay, so now that you have that done, also tap the screen again, and you'll see the video menu uh, description actually pop up below if you're on a mobile device. It'll say follow or following, and then it'll have a bell next to it. Honey, click that bell. Tap <laughs> <laughs> it, tap the bell. And then if it says following currently, that's good, but you can do more. So if you click following again, it'll bring up another menu that says, it'll give you that option of like see first or turn on all or standard. I think it's see first as of current right now. Mm -hmm. And it used to have an option where it would let you click standard or you know, the regular notifications right. of like when you actually post, you get a notification. That's what the bell does. When you click that bell, it turns on when you post, it'll give them an actual notification that you are uh, live, which is really great. So, and my predominant type of content on Facebook is live video. So every time I'm live or I try to is remind people and I just walk them through that process within like the first five minutes of when I'm live and people can do that on the replay or while they're live also. And wow. your audience can, right? So it just helps them turn on notifications. And then it is a little bit easier than like, we'll go to my page and then click right. this random button. And sometimes it's there and sometimes it's not, I don't know. <laughs> right. So well, that's I like it. 
I'm really excited about it. That's genius. I would drop my mic if it wasn't so expensive, but <laughs> that is worth the price of admission folks, what she just said. And thank you for like directing them to do that for social examiner. We appreciate that. Now, would you, cause I'm thinking live video and you mentioned you did live video a lot for, for your page. Would you mm -hmm. eventually put like, cause on StreamYard we can add overlays and all that kind of stuff. Would you do like YouTubers do and say like, here are the instructions, do this point here. Would you go even that far to do that? Yeah, like if you could do a little uh, rollout, like an intro video mm -hmm. of, you know, like first minute while people are logging in. And so they can do this. And what's great about it is it's the same live as on replay. So as far as how to push the buttons, gotcha. Uh, it doesn't change after it's live. So that's very good. So yeah, you could do a pre-rollout little instruction, you know, tap here and you can have the little, right. you know, icon like doing that. Like or the YouTubers do with ring the bell kind of thing. Very, very yeah. cool. Awesome. Yeah. And I think it just comes down to training. Facebook has made so many changes. Like sometimes the button looks like this, sometimes it's like this. And then I don't know if they could just come up with a standard way to do it. Like YouTube has, you can just promote it all the way every single time. And it's relevant a year from now or whatever. That would be really great. So hopefully we're getting to that point. <laughs> Very cool. So that's that. Rewind that section and watch that after we're done. So Gary has a quick question because I was thinking the same thing. It's like, how do you stop Facebook from sending two to three offers daily on each business page? You can get more, et cetera. And that was the, the kind of the flip side that I was thinking is like, okay, this is great where they can take piecemeal of what content they want, but how do we not oversaturate our audience? Like give them so, too much stuff. Yeah. How do you stop the offers going? So there's actually a setting, I believe, unless it's changed, but there is a setting on your Facebook page where you can turn off, not the notifications, but where that the offers don't post to your timeline when you create an offer. And because when anything that posts to the timeline sends out a notification. So that's one thing to, you could turn that setting off just so it's not too much. Gotcha. The other thing is I would say use your offers wisely. A really cool setting with offers is when people click get offer, it actually gives them an update when the offer is about to expire. And it says that, you know, like, Hey, you selected this. Do you want to go ahead and purchase now? It's almost expiring. So Facebook helps you promote offers. And I don't think people use offers enough mm. on Facebook pages, to be honest. Because it actually sends out separate notifications specifically for the offer to remind your buyer, hey, get this before it expires. So I think that's very cool. I yeah. like that a lot. Very cool. Yeah. So there's one other update. This is something that we reported on, I think just Jeff and I in the past, but Facebook is now working on a new business page design, which will de-emphasize those like counts and replacing them with overall follower counts, which is not a terrible thing because, you know, people will like your page for whatever reason, but then it's your followers that really, like the people that are following you that are seeing your updates. And I know many social media marketers rely on that like count still for social proof, advocacy. Like for instance, I know that when I see my friend like something, then I'm going to be more, it's more likely that I'm going to pause and check it out, right? Because my really good friend liked it. I wonder what it is, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's also been, like counts are also used to determine things like, well, what's resonating with audiences? So we'd love to get your input on what do you think about this update and what are your thoughts on it? I think it's very good. <laughs> very good. So apart back to that beta program that I'm a part of with a handful of other creators, we've been asking for this for a long time. Also, it's like, please show yeah, the actual like people following account versus the like count as a priority 
um, because there's a lot of creators that have their follower count is larger than their like count. And they want to show that as the true following that their page has. And that's very similar to my page also. And I think it comes down to make sure that you're educating your audience of how to turn on notifications for your page, like how I instructed you guys earlier on the live video. So that way you can build that follower count. Because I think I have like 22,000, almost 23,000 followers Mm -hmm. on my page, but then like 18,000 likes. So there's a big gap there. And so I would love for that number to show as a priority over the like count. And, um, you know, I think having both numbers is kind of irrelevant. So I'm glad that they're focusing in on one. And it also tells your community that, hey, this is the real kind of number behind the page versus people have, and I'm sure they still do, but they do like those like ladders where they can join groups or little pods or whatever and just build their like account. And it's all fake, right? (laughs) It's all fake numbers. And what they do is they get the like on the page and then they unfollow the page. So now you have all these likes, but you don't have any real community and audience. So what Facebook is really saying is focus on community and audience, not just work in the numbers, which I think is really great. Gotcha. I see a lot of people uh, dropping in, like they're at mentioning people because Fallon is dropping so much great content. They're like, hey, Bob, you need to hear this. So feel free to do that. I see it on LinkedIn and YouTube and on Facebook. So if you have somebody who wants to, uh, you know, needs to hear this comment, make sure you uh, tag them down below because that really does uh, notify them and let us go out and get this great information out there. And also, if you're listening to the podcast, make sure you share it. Like you can click on share on your podcast player and share it to other people. So make sure you do that as well. So we've got one final question here and it is from Elaine and she goes, if you have a brand new business Facebook page and you really don't yet let your personal friends to follow it, you want a brand uh, new, more targeted audience to follow it and like it. Uh, what are the best strategies to increase your followers for a new business page? So I'm all about that organic life. Mm-hmm. So Here's some organic tips for you is number one, start using hashtags on your posts and your videos. Um, Facebook is now hashtags on Facebook were kind of irrelevant (laughs) about a year ago. I was like, why, why? But now they're totally revamping them and they're getting a, a complete facelift, which I'm very happy about. I've been hoping that Facebook would make content more searchable in the past. For so long. So number one, use hashtags and learn how to use hashtags, not just hashtag my dog is awesome, right, you know, right. hashtag dog instead right. of my dog is awesome, gotcha. Fred. <laughs> so learn how to use hashtags, all your posts. And then also one of my favorite tips is networking on other business pages as your business page. So when you um, and it's e- probably easiest to do from a computer. I know that it's also easy to do from an iPhone. Android's a little behind the ball on this one. <laughs> but you can go to other business pages and you can like and comment on their content as your, you can interact as your business page. So go to other pages that are not exactly the same audience as you. Like, I don't know what your audience is there. Let's say you make wood signs. Mm. Okay, you make wood signs and you sell them on Facebook and you want to get more exposure for that. Well, go network and go like and comment as your page on HSN Facebook page, because that's a whole network and audience of shoppers, right? And there it has an abundance of all different types of products that they sell. 
So go like and comment and, you know, respond to other people's comments as genuine, not a spammer, right. not like, hey, come follow my page. Ah, you're going to get blocked from HSN. <laughs> They're going to block you. But just be genuine, interact on other business pages that have a similar audience that you want to attract. That way it'd be another thing. Another way that I like to grow organically is I will join Facebook hobby groups as my personal profile, but I will post into the group and kind of my mindset is I want to be a creator inside the group and post like tips and value. Right. To, let's say again, back to the, you make wood signs. We'll join some home, de- home decor groups, join some not DIY groups because you're not looking for DIY people. You want to, people to buy your finished product. Right. So let's just take the home decor group as an example. Join the group, post the group, maybe behind the scenes of a new sign that you're working on, not promoting it, not selling it. Admins don't like that, but you can use the check-in feature on that post and you can check in at the location of your business page. So people can click the check-in and then go directly to your page. Also, if you create like a fun little 15 second viral worthy type video, post it to your business page and then share that video into the hobby group. Again, not promotional, not selling, but just interesting and like fun and maybe quirky or whatever and share it into the group. Now, when people watch that video, they're actually watching content from authored from your business page and people can navigate right to your page or when they share it, they're sharing it from your business page. Right. So now you can get that post extra reach. I did that with a video of mine and that video got 60,000 views. And then my uh, like count, you know, like and followers grew up my page by like 500 people in 24 hours. Wow. I started into a travel group and it was, I live on the beach and it was a video of a sunrise. You're like, well, Fallon, how is that relevant? You do social media coaching, but my brand is the beach. Mm, And there's going to be people that follow my page that are business owners or want to start a business. So I, by default, I will attract people to me that is my target audience. Yeah. So I think, I think you piqued a lot of interest when you were talking about the hashtag, because we have several questions here about hashtag on Facebook. And you said this just a few minutes ago that like, it wasn't very effective and now it is. And I'm seeing a lot of news being written that Facebook is really emphasizing hashtags are really pushing it. Can you confirm whether or not that's the case? They are. Absolutely. They're pushing it. There's a discover tab for hashtags. Uh, when now when you go, uh, like if you go on your mobile phone and you search a hashtag up in the search bar and make sure you type in, you know, hashtag dog as an example, type that in. It's going to give you the search results for hashtags before when you did hashtag dog dog on Facebook, it would give you results for pages and mm-hmm. just random posts and like groups and like all this stuff. But now it just gives you a result just for hashtags, the posts that have the hashtag attached to it, as well as there's a recent tab and then a top tab, similar to Instagram, where it gives you the top posts and then the most recent posts that you can toggle back and forth between the different uh, hashtags, like categories almost. So that's a whole nother thing. You get a discover tab with hashtags. And then I just noticed the other day, I did a post, I'm doing a photo challenge right now. And the hashtag is hashtag lady tribe challenge. Mm. When I did that post or I saw somebody else did the hashtag on their post and it prompted me at the bottom of the post, it said, try it. You know, like that little button when they're trying to push something, it had a little button and it said, try it. And then when I clicked it, it made a post with the hashtag already pre-generated that I could upload whatever I wanted, but it pre-created the hashtag for me on a brand new post 
and it was promoting that I use that hashtag. So uh, a lot of people are asking me, like, how many hashtags per post? Do you have like a secret sauce number you like to use? I haven't perfected it yet because it's still so new. I'm still pushing all the buttons, but I would say seven, you know, five to seven gotcha. very good ones. Uh, don't go over the top. Also, I'm not a fan of um, creating content on Instagram and then using the share feature where it right. automatically just auto post. Don't do that. Create original content to each platform. So you honor the platform and hashtags on Instagram are going to be different than hashtags on Facebook. So I think it's still so new on Facebook that we haven't figured out exactly how to do it, but just do a little bit of research on your end. There's several apps that you can download, just search hashtag in your play store or your Apple store, and it will give you some apps. Now those are focused more for Instagram hashtags, but you can still take bits and pieces and it gives you a starting point of kind of what to be using for hashtags for a certain subject. Awesome. Well, I tell you, Fallon, this has been amazing. Jade's like, uh, Fallon, oh my gosh, my fave. So everybody is loving your your, your tips that you uh, dropped today. I mean, it was fabulous. Thank you so much for all this great information. So we want to make sure where can people, and we talked about it a little bit before, but where's the best place where people can find you and get connected yeah. with you on the interwebs? Best place to find me is on my Facebook page. That's where I spend 90% of my time. I do live videos Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern, rain or shine. (laughs) And so you can come hang out with us there. And my page is called Lady Tribe. It's all one word. So just Lady Tribe, one word. You'll see my blue hair. You can't miss me. And come hang out with us. Give our page a follow. And again, you can watch all that video content. I have lots of library of content that you can go through. And, and I look forward to seeing you over there. Awesome. Thank you so much. This has been amazing. We appreciate you, Fallon. Bye. Thank you, Bye, Fallon. Thank you. Wow. I just want to stop now and just go and, you know, go back and watch it again. So great stuff. Thank you. Watch it for ourselves. Yes, watch it for ourselves. (laughs) That's really great. So, but we do have a couple mentions we want to make sure that you guys uh, know that's in the news. So uh, there's some more uh, just really quick stuff that Grace is going to run through. So go ahead. So Facebook debuted uh, paid online events for pages. So this is something that we've talked about in the past. Facebook announced that businesses, creators, educators, media publishers can now charge for online events on Facebook. So what you would do is create an event on Facebook, a Facebook event, and then you would stream your live video in there. And in order to gain access, users would have to pay to access your content and access the page. So uh, page owners now in 20 countries around the world that meet Facebook's partner monetization policies. So, uh, you know, all the terms or conditions for monetizing your content on Facebook uh, can now create online events, set a price, promote the event, collect payments, host the event all in one place. And so you can find out more about this. And if you qualify for it at facebook.com slash paid, underscore event, online underscore event. So again, that's facebook.com paid online events. And so Facebook says that they're currently testing these paid events with messenger rooms as mm-hmm. well for a more personalized in interactive gathering. So we'll be on the lookout for that. And then um, if you really want to dig into this, Facebook also published a new community education event uh, that is solely focused on engaging your community and hosting online events. You can find that at facebook.com slash community what's new and it is one of their continuing education series awesome so there you go 
Yeah. Another piece of news, Facebook has renamed their AR VR team to encompass its expanding focus. So this week, uh, Facebook announced a new name for Facebook's AR VR team, and it's the Facebook Reality Labs. And it's going to accompany the expansive work being done at Facebook as they build the next computing platform to help people feel more present with each other, even when we're apart. So very cool stuff. I'm a VR nerd, so they've launched some new stuff called uh, Horizon is moving mm-hmm. to closed beta. And if you, it's a sandbox kind of thing that it reminds me a lot of Minecraft where you can build your own world and then go play in it. So it's very, very cool in VR. I'm looking forward to doing this um, if I can get into this closed beta. And uh, so it's gonna hopefully open up for more people to check that out. So if you're into VR, you need to go check out that. Um, they're also um, getting ready, they just changed. So you now have to use your Facebook login to use your Oculus Quest. So that got, some people upset, but uh, it's part of their new shift and change to move everything uh, into that kind of ecosphere. And so they're going to have to sign in with their Facebook ID. So if you have a problem with that, you're not going to be able to use your (laughs) Oculus Quest. And they're also announced their uh, new conference, Facebook Connect. It was formerly Oculus Connect. It's going to be on uh, September 16th and will be free for everyone to attend. Of course, I'll be there with my goofy goggles on looking at all the new VR stuff. So very, very cool. It's been a great show today. Don't forget that we have the YouTube Marketing Summit coming up from Social Media Examiner. You can find more about that at socialmediaexaminer.com forward slash summit. If you like are trying to get your YouTube to go to the next level, or maybe you haven't even started, there's so many great experts that we have for this summit. Uh, If you need to go on beyond Facebook or add it to your repertoire or whatever, you need to go check this out. It's 12 of the top YouTube marketing pros. They're going to show you how to improve your reach, your engagement, and your sales with YouTube. And they've got proven strategies that work. So you want to make sure to go check that out at socialmediaexaminer.com forward slash summit. And this show is also a podcast. You can subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify with new episodes publishing every Saturday. We would love for you to leave a review and share that out to all your friends. Our next show is on Friday, September 4th, 2020 at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. You can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube, and wherever you are, you can find out what we're gonna be talking about and when we're gonna be talking about it on our weekly show calendar. Go get that at socialmediaexaminer.com forward slash live show. And we will see you at our next show. Thank you to our audience for joining us today. And a special thank you for Val and Zoe, who went above and beyond what we'd even planned to talk about today. So you guys asked some really great questions, got some really great knowledge. And I am excited to listen to this tomorrow's podcast. (laughs) All right. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye now. Bye, everyone. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.